Hi, I'm Rach. And I'm Tish. Welcome to Blondes Out Loud. Happy Wednesday. I don't know if you can tell from our, both of our voices, but we're recording this in the morning and I just feel like we sound so like tired. Bleh. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you sound like you have a cold. Do you have I, a cold? I don't. I Maybe feel I fine. Sound I don't know. I, don't I think know. it's just because it's morning and I just like feel like I sound like... I mean, we didn't just roll out of bed. Like, no, that's it's... not an excuse. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is We've either. We've been up for a couple hours. I've even had coffee, so like I feel like usually like it kind of helps my throat. I don't know. I do sound like shit though for whatever reason, but um, at least I don't feel like shit. That's great news. Yeah. I feel fine. Unlike Rach. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's been, uh, how long has it been now? A week? Well, we didn't podcast last week. No, we didn't. And my brother was in town. Um, and while he was in town, I I injured my back pretty good pretty good and by pretty good i mean pretty bad i wish we were like recording like the video of us doing this to like so people could see the setup of what we have going on here yeah i i'm currently in a state where i can't sit i have not gone into work since the friday my brother got here so that would have been over a week ago now i've been well last week i was not even in a state where I could do work. So Monday through Thursday, I was not working at all. Um, Friday, I worked remotely a little bit. And then all this week, I'm working remotely. I don't have a standing desk at work. And I don't really have a desk that can be turned into a standing desk. Because there's like cabinets up above my actual desk. So if I put like a raised desk, it'll hit the cabinets and my monitor won't fit. Long story short. Not that you need to know all that. But anyways, so... Also, my foot is numb, and so standing isn't really great for me either, Um, but yeah, so I've been in a lot of pain lately. If you're wondering how I hurt my back, well, not to tell you my whole life story, but I've had back pain since I was young, like middle school young. I had like an MRI back then, and fast forward to now, have been on and off back pain for my entire life. And so I've been dealing with it like since pre-wedding, mm-hmm. um, but I was able, I've been going to a chiropractor and was able to get pretty much better before the wedding and did really well through all that stuff. Um, and I thought I was doing really good. And then, um, you know, I was dumb to put it lightly <laughs> and mostly just wanted to be like a normal human. You know, like I say this to Tisha all the time, like I get so frustrated because i the smallest thing I can tweak my back like I can just bend over wrong and I'm out for a week like it's really bad Mm -hmm. and I was telling her like I just want to be a normal human and do normal human things without having to worry about being a cripple for like the next two weeks like that's just what I want Mm -hmm. and I'm like you know what I'm gonna bowl today because my brother's in town and he loves bowling and I fucking love bowling you guys I love bowling and I'm actually really good at it that's the part that sucks like I'm a good bowler you really are and so I'm like I'm just gonna do it I'm like fuck it if my back hurts for a week like it is what it is I always get through it I'll just go to the chiropractor and it'll be fine well don't know what was different about this bowling. I actually haven't bowled in a long time. Um, 
don't know what I did differently, but I like fucked it up extra this time. And I have, I had the worst pain that I've ever experienced in my entire life. Like down my leg, constantly shooting pain in my thigh and like lower butt. And I was, ask Tisha, like I was on the floor to be comfortable. And that wasn't even comfortable. Like to find relief, I had to lay on my stomach on the floor. I had a bed in the bathroom for three days. Yeah. And I cried more than I've ever cried in my life. And I don't cry. Tisha knows that too. Mm-hmm. She's probably saw me cry more than I've ever cried. You've definitely cried <clears throat> the most this year for like very many different reasons. Yeah, but I like have. this year I was have. just like all tears for rage. Um some good tears though. Yes. And anyways, so most miserable, like, four days of my life. And luckily, I had a connection. I was able to get into a spine doctor um, on Wednesday last week. And so I saw the spine doctor, and I have an MRI this week, tomorrow, actually. Um, And we're going to get it all figured out. Hopefully, it's not going to require surgery. But he said my disc is definitely herniated, so we'll see what that means after, after I have the MRI and go from there i'm nervous about the honeymoon because mm-hmm. obviously like medical stuff doesn't move quickly so like i'll have my mri tomorrow but then it could take one to two weeks to get the results right and then we're a week away from our honeymoon at that point i know i was like thinking about it the other <clears throat> jesus i was thinking about it the other day and it's like really coming up like it's almost december already like thanksgiving yeah. is next week and what the fuck? Like, where has the time gone? Like, I just feel like it's getting faster and faster. Yeah, it is. It's crazy. It really is. But we'll see what happens. Hopefully. I mean, at the very least, I can get some medications again because I've been on meds all week and they've helped significantly. They're not solving the problem. They're just masking the problem. So once my meds are gone, I'm nervous what that is going to look like for me. But hopefully we'll have a solution before the honeymoon or at least a temporary one for the honeymoon. Um, but yeah, that's my five-minute story about hurting my back and why I am standing during this podcast with the microphone and dogs in the background. Yeah, so that's what's been going on around here. It's, it's literally been our life for the past It's week. actually been kind of nice, though, because Rach has been home with me. Nice and for her. Yeah, like we've just been relaxing we've been reading which oh has God. been so I've therapeutic finished i have read two books in like the matter of three days which is like unheard of for me because i hardly ever read i love reading but mm-hmm. like with the wedding and everything did not have any time to do it and i finished two books in like two days and i already started my third one yeah it's amazing um you're actually reading faster than I am, which is funny because, like, you're also, like, working. But I'm just, like, I mean, I've been doing stuff, too. But she's flying through these books, and I'm just, like, can you wait well, up? Well, I feel like I read for a little bit in the morning, and then I read, like, all evening. You do. Like, that's all I've been doing. But it's, like, all I can do right now, really, is lay down. It's either I read or I watch something. And sometimes watching TV just gets boring. Like, yeah. I'd rather just read. Um, yeah, so we've bought a lot of books lately. If you have book recommendations, I was just gonna say. literally shoot them our way. We've been reading a lot of um, mystery thrillers. Yeah, we, so we read Murder in the House, or no, Murder in the Family, which is all right. 
um, Ray Trad, A Good Girl's Guide to Murder, which I'm also reading right now. That mm. one was pretty good. I, I recommend that one. Now Rach is reading The Housemaid. Um, we, we just have so many. Like, we bought Local Woman Missing, The Wife Upstairs. Yeah, we have a lot of thrillers, but I also am going to jump on the LGBTQ book bandwagon yeah, because I feel like, like, Tisha loves the thrillers, and don't get me wrong, I do too, but I feel like a lot of them are so similar that they it gets are. redundant, Yeah, and I kind of, like, I'm going to read The Housemaid right now because I don't have these other books I ordered yet, but once I'm done with The Housemaid, I'm going to jump in and mix it up a little bit to an LGBTQ book, and so I went on... Um, Shout out to Kate Austin and her book stories timeline or whatever the hell it's called on Instagram. She has all of her all of the LGBTQ books she's read um, pinned to her, her Instagram. Yes, that's what's called. See, <laughs> I was like, you're an you're a, technically an Instagram no, influencer, I'm and not. you don't even know. I'm not. You are, <laughs> and I get drug along. Um, oh God. I know I'm not a social media person. I post a decent amount, but that's about it. I have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about. So yes. Highlights, thank you for mm-hmm. the word I couldn't yeah, find. That's all right. Um, Kate Austin's highlights of all of the LGBTQ books she's read and she rates them. Um, so I went and looked through that and I picked out a few of those that she said she really enjoyed and I'm going to read them now. Um, I'll let you know how they are because this is an LGBTQ podcast and maybe I'll do a little book review on them. Dude, we should, but that means I also need to that read them. That means you need to read them. But I've, I feel like they're pretty quick reads. Anyways, the ones that I bought, I bought Honey Girl, Written in the Stars, When Katie Met Cassidy, and Delilah Green Doesn't Care. So those are the four I'm going to start with. We actually also have one already. I can't think of the name of it, but it is a woman loving women thriller. Something about fire. I know we have it. Yeah, I I know. Yeah, I also read um, the Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, which has some LGBTQ ism in it. I don't know if that's a word. I made that up. (laughs) But anyway, so yeah, lots of reading happening over here. Um, We have our honeymoon coming up. We're gonna bring books and sit on a on the deck on our bungalow. Is it a bungalow? I don't know what the fuck it's called. Um, yeah, it's bungalow, is it? And yeah. or and or on the beach. So we'll be doing a lot of reading then. So yeah, I'm sorry if you hate books. So that is our life lately. What else? Anything? Honestly, no. I if feel you like... have um outfit recommendations for our honeymoon, yeah, we're, we're going to Bora Bora. I was just and looking. It's hard right now because, like Tisha was saying the other day, um, you can't really find summer clothing in stores so we have to do all of our shopping online and even then it's tough because like i mean unless you go on like amazon or sheen or one of those places, and i hate like, using sheen but they mostly don't sell like the good summer stuff yeah um so yeah if you have recommendations let us know mostly gonna spend our time in swimsuits though so yeah i found a few outfits that i really like on sheen even though i hate using it but Honestly, I'm probably going to only wear those, like, during the honeymoon. So I was like, if I'm only going to pay, like, $12 per an outfit, like, it's worth it. Anyway, so you really didn't come here to listen to us talk about how we're reading books and how we're preparing for the honeymoon. So I guess we can... Some people might have. Maybe. Honestly, if you care about our lives... (laughs) Not that way, but, like, if you care about what's going on in our lives. Whatever. Anyways last week well not last week the last episode which 
I have to get used to like saying that because I feel like we don't even do them weekly anymore. Um, the last episode we talked about the importance of dating each other and we kind of gave some like date recommendations, which we haven't even gone on a date yet. Um, since that episode, just because, well, for, yeah, for Rachel's back and her brother has been here. So it's just been kind of hard to go on a date, but we definitely will soon. Maybe our next date might be our honeymoon. That's what I'm afraid of. (laughs) I mean, honestly though, I feel like we've been kind of like doing stuff at home, not to like go off topic again we've been playing the switch a lot which has been fun we've been watching gilmore girls um board games yeah i mean we've reading together i feel like that's like a like it's not like you're not interacting but you're like laying next to each other snuggled up reading that counts right sure anyway so yeah we talked about the importance (laughs) of dating and all that stuff but this week is kind of going to tie into it because obviously dating is like one way to keep the spark going and you know making sure you're strengthening your relationship another way it's a kind of like well i wouldn't say it's a way but i think it's important is to understand each other's love languages and to like know your love languages because like that's an that's important and like knowing how to strengthen your relationship i don't know if you can hear finny but he's like making weird sounds he's being naughty the past few days i think it's because he's been so cooped up with me being hurt and not being able to play with him and anyways so yeah i would just add that like knowing and understanding love languages of your partner is one thing and your own too but yeah even more so like you need to kind of act on them right right like you need to use that knowledge to your advantage to make your relationship stronger yeah because if I'm catering to love languages of Tisha's that don't matter, like, or love languages that Tisha doesn't care much about or that are lower on her list, like, that's still nice and all, but obviously she'd much rather I be focusing on the ones that do make her happier or cater to her more. Yeah. Sierra just interrupted us with a text message. Thanks, Sierra. (laughs) So... It's actually, like, really funny because I remember, I think it was, like, our senior year of high school, we had, like, a brief thing about love languages. Um, and I feel like my love language always kind of low-key changes. But Rachel and I, we did take the quiz, um, which you can take it at, like, I think it's, like, five love fivelovelanguages.com. But before we go into the results of our quiz that we took... So, anyways, there's five different love la- <coughs> five different love languages. There's acts of service, receiving gifts, quality time, words of affirmation, and physical touch. And I kind of used to, I I don't know, like I feel like I kind of used to think it was physical touch was like my dominant one. But then I checked the quiz and I was like, I don't really have a dominant one. Yeah, I think it's fun to, like, guess before you take the actual quiz because a lot of times, like, you think something and it's not actually how it turns out. Right. Although I feel like I was the opposite. I guessed what I was and I was right, at least for my top one. Okay. But then one of them that I thought meant more to me was, like, four out of five or however many there are. Like, it was at the bottom. Right. 
which was interesting. So if you haven't taken a love language quiz, I highly recommend it. Um, if not just to learn for yourself, like I'm not saying it has to change things about your relationship with your partner if you have one, but it does help to know them if you don't. And it definitely helps to share them with your partner and have a conversation about it. Like, here's my love languages and here's how you can cater to them and to make our relationship stronger. And then what are yours and how can I help, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, are we talking about our love languages? Is that what we're going to do? Yeah, we are. You're going first. Okay, so we obviously both took the quiz, and um, what I like about this quiz is that it kind of gave you, like, percentages of, like, which or which ones, like, you scored in, whatever. So, basically, I don't have, like, like I said, I don't have one that, like, screams, like, this is your love language. That surprises me with you. All of them are, like, the fucking same. I kid you not, I have 23%, 20%, 20%, 20%, They're, like, okay, all the same. Okay, part of that same. surprises me, but part of that, it's, like, okay, actually, that adds up. Okay, you think so? Yeah, and I only say that because sometimes, this is going to sound awful, but sometimes you're so hard to please. Like, oh gosh. not in a bad way. Like, she, I say this because she, like... There'll be days where she'll be like, I just, like, you're not XYZ enough. And it's always something different. Yeah. It's often physical touch. It's often, like, you don't, you know, like, kiss me enough or, like, hug yeah. me enough or whatever. That's, like, the main one she always brings up to me if I'm not doing it enough. With folks, it's healthy to, like, let your partner know if you're needing more of something. Like, you should do that. And I appreciate Tisha for that. But then other days, it's, like, something else. Like, you don't surprise me enough. Or you yeah. don't send me notes enough. Or yeah. we don't spend enough time together. So she does actually, like, spread out her I feel like love it, languages. I feel like it really depends needs. on, like... The day and your mood. The, yeah, because it does on. change, I feel like, diff- like daily. Yeah. If I had to guess, I would say your number one is physical touch because that is the one you bring up the most that you're lacking in our relationship. And then from there, it's like every once in a while, the other ones will spread in and they're all all getting put into play eventually. Right. So that doesn't surprise me that so you're so even. Here's the thing. I would kind of agree with you and probably say physical touch is my number one. But because I took this quiz... It's Today, not it's not. And I think the reason why it's not is because what have we been doing right now? Quality time. Exactly. Because you've been home. We can't do anything. It's a lot yeah. of just like spending time in each other's presence. Wait, so where was physical touch on your In list? the 20%. Like two, three? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, so quality time was number one. So quality time Barely. ended up taking my 23%. Interesting. Which makes sense because we have been spending so much time together. But that is still one that's very important to you. It is. So yes. I, I mean, I could see how physical touch and quality time could go back and forth for you. Yep. So then my, you know, all of them that take 20% would be words of affirmation, physical touch, acts of service. Which kind of surprised me that receiving gifts gifts was 17. Because I do kind of like always say like, oh, I miss when you used to give me notes and Mm -hmm. you used to do this. And how come you never get me flowers? Yeah, because she doesn't. Well, I never Um, go to the store. That's problem number one. But maybe that's also kind of why it's lower is because I've kind of just accepted the fact that like 
but that's not good. You don't do it. That's not good. <laughs> no, it's not. No, I have gotten really bad at that. I fully acknowledge and take on that, um, that I need to be better. But it's like one of those things, like when you do it, it like means so much more because you don't do it as often, you know? Yeah. Like you'll, you'll definitely like do like we, we can like do quality time all the time and like you're very good I think on your words of affirmation but like with gifts and stuff it's like it's almost like one of those like special occasion things yeah you know though like I think about so when I think about love languages because I guess I don't know like the full history behind it all and whatever but when I think about love languages I'm like I'm like the love languages like, I have love languages, okay? And are those love languages how I like to be treated or how I like to treat other people? See, I think it's how That's you, where I get yeah. confused so because I I'm, like, I'm like, if you're looking at it as, like, my love languages of how I want to, yeah. like, receive love. But then the love languages of how I like to give love are different. It is so different. And that's what I was going to talk about, too. Like, that's because gifts are just something that, like, it's so interesting because, like, er, maybe it's more so, like, early on in our relationship, that was higher on the list for me. Well, it kind like, of usually surprising is. surprising gifts, yeah. which makes sense. You're, like, in your honeymoon phase and yes. everything. And so gift giving was higher up on my list for how I like to give love back mm-hmm. then. And, you know, I was me trying too. to win you over and everything. Exactly. Like, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. But then the more you get into your relationship, I feel like that just gets pushed down. We're trying to save money so we can do fun things, things like that. I don't want to spend money on gifts. Yeah. That doesn't mean I can't surprise you in other ways. And that's something I need to remember and lift up. Right. But back to, like, how that can get a little confusing. Like, yeah. my love languages and how I want to receive love is different from how I like to give love or how I choose to. Yeah, and me too. I don't know. Should those align? I don't... Not necessarily, I don't right? think that they should because, like, for me, it's like, I obviously want, you know, everything, but I don't give everything to you. I think when I am loving somebody, mine is a lot of acts of service. It is. And yes. it's also a lot of gifting, too. I feel like those two kind of go together. Like, I will... I mean, it's the cooking. It's the shopping. I mean, it's little things like that for me. It's little surprises when I come home from work. Right. Yeah, you're really good with those types of things. Which can be... Which can suck if if you don't like acts of service. You know what I mean? If like, that's not a love language. If that's not high on your list. Right. Which... I guess that's a good transition into my list. Yeah. Because ironically, and this is going to be, um, this is going to sound bad now that we're talking about it in this frame. Yep. Um, but receiving gifts is my last. Which makes acts, sense. Or uh, love language. Okay, but what about acts of service? And um, receiving gifts was only 7%. 7%? 7%. So my my list actually is, it feels pretty accurate, but I will talk about the one that I thought would have been higher that wasn't. Um, but it was, so I'll tell you the numbers first. 40%. Damn, you had one one. that's like way, okay, okay. 23%, 17, 13, and 7. Wow. So it, it's, mine were pretty, I feel pretty solid. Yeah, you definitely have one that's like way... So the obvious top runner for me 
which you guessed. Quality time. Quality time. Yep. 40%, which makes a ton of sense for me because I'm just always wanting to spend time with you. Like, that's yeah. what makes me the happiest. Right. being with you. Yeah. It doesn't matter what we're doing, if we're spending money, if we're not, if we're somewhere special, if we're at home on the couch. Like, I'm spending time with you, and that is my love language. Like, I just want to spend time with you. Yep. That adds up. What came next surprised me not surprised me because what came next is definitely important to me and definitely high on my list but the one that came fourth is the one I thought would have came second for me really so the one that came fourth was words of affirmation came fourth fourth actually I could have seen this one being third or second okay so my second was physical touch at 23 that surprises me that no I feel like that makes sense to me Okay. I feel like that makes sense to me because I love, like, when we're spending time together, I love to be close to you. Like, yeah. whether it's holding hands or whatever, hugging, kissing, whatever. Fair. Like, I get the physical touch part, but I've always felt like words of affirmation have been so important to me in my life that I thought that was going to be higher on my list. Right. Just, like, hearing that, like... You love me. Getting yeah. those, getting those confirmations of maybe I'm having because you're always out. yeah yeah. Like you telling like you need the me, reassurance like, so like, much. Hey, yeah, I married you for a reason, and like I actually do want to be married to you. Like that's true, by the way. You know, right? Like, I ask we ask each other that all the time, and I think that's pretty common in relationships. Like you start to have some doubts. Like you, I mean, you've been together. For, we've almost been together for five years, and. It's it's tough sometimes when you're like things have really faded out because we've been together so long the honeymoon phase is gone and we don't do all the same things for each other that we used to and then you need those words of affirmation right to bring that back and then you need the quality time together the physical touch you need all those things to continue to affirm that you're crazy you're not crazy I'm just kidding but anyway so I was a little surprised that words of affirmation was fourth at 13%. I thought that would at least be third, but I thought that would be my second. Yeah. Physical touch is my second at 23%, and acts of service is 17%. The acts of service part, I think, comes in higher for me because you do all the cooking and all of those things. And obviously, I'm a terrible cook, and I'd probably starve if I didn't have Tisha. (laughs) Um, But also just like the little surprises and stuff you do for me. I think that one has grown on my list since I've been with you. Okay. That was never as important to me as it is now, because I know that's how you show your love. Does Mm -hmm. that make sense? Yeah. So like before I was like, yeah, I don't need the access service. I can do things for myself, like except for cook. And the receiving gifts, I don't really care about. But when I met you, it was like that was how you showed your love. And then I became more appreciative of it, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm not at all surprised at quality time and that that just like took <clears throat> over completely. Um, but yeah, I mean, it tells me a lot about myself and where I'm at right now. Because the other thing is like this can change. I could exactly. take this again in a month and it could be different. Like right. Tisha said, like it depends on the day for her even. Like what's going on in life and you know, quality time was so high for her because that's what we've been doing lately. Yeah. That's where your mindset is at. So I just think that's super interesting. Um, also, I think it's, I, I just want to mention, I think it's hilarious because this whole podcast, Tisha and I have been staring at each other while we talk as if it's like a conversation we're having. And it's almost like, you know, how I, at the beginning I was like, you should talk to your partner about this. Like, I feel like that's what we're doing yeah, right now. Right. But it's, just but, being, but recorded. it's being recorded. So... 
thanks for um, enjoying our personal conversation we just had about our love languages. Literally, though, but, like, going back to the whole thing where it's, like, you have a love language, or, like, your love language is, like, what you receive versus what you give. Like, I wish there was, maybe there is a quiz, um, because I'm curious to know exactly, like, what mine would be for giving versus receiving. Because, like we said earlier, like, mine's definitely, like, I feel like acts of service, like, 100%. 100%. I definitely I don't think you even more. need a quiz to determine that. Yeah. Like, you are 100% like an acts of service and, person. And gifts. Yeah. Like, I almost feel like those are your top two, at least in our relationship. Yeah. I mean, honestly, though, with everybody, like, because I think of, like, my friends and stuff, it's like, I, I feel like I like to just, like, do things for them or, like, give them things, you know? Um, but I feel like for you, yours would probably be, like probably quality time still yeah so i'm big on the quality time both ways but i'm also i feel like i'm also a words of affirmation giver and acts of service but in different ways yeah i can see that just like i feel like acts of service for me is like obviously i don't like cook or anything but it's more of like um I don't know, like doing the dishes or building something or I don't know, grabbing something for you when you need it. Like things like that. Like it's yeah. it's less of the cooking side of things, but Yeah, and definitely not the cooking. Definitely not the cooking. But moral of the story is that love languages are important because when you understand your partner's love language and like they understand yours like you can work together to essentially what's the word I'm thinking of like fine I don't know like strengthen your relationship I guess like it could help you grow closer together and create more intimacy because I think that a lot of people think that intimacy is just sex and it's not yeah so it's like if people think oh well if we're already lacking intimacy and sex i think that there's like nothing there yeah and i think there's a huge stigma around relationships i mean there probably always has been but like especially now that it's more talked about of just like If you're not having sex, you're not meant to be together. Right. You know, and I just, I hate that so much because it's not true. And it's also not realistic. Like some couples, yeah, they have the strongest sexual chemistry and they're able to have sex all the time. And it just stays that way forever, you know, or at least for many, many years. And for some couples, it dies out or dies down and it's harder to have sex and find that intimate connection in that way. Mm -hmm. But you're still intimately connected in so many other ways. And I think for some people, they think it's a red flag Yeah, that they're not able to connect sexually or they're not doing it as often. And when they do, it's good, but it's like it doesn't happen as often or the sex drive isn't there, whatever it may be. And I feel like for us, that's been a big topic of conversation, not to get into our sex life, but like just talking about like, it's okay if we're not having sex every day. 
right and or acknowledging every week, that or yeah. every week like it's okay it's it's not a red flag it's it doesn't mean there's something wrong with our relationship it doesn't mean we're not supposed to be together right like i think people need to wrap their head around that like if you're not having sex every day that is okay that right. actually is normal mm-hmm. i would argue that the people who are having sex every day like good for you that is incredible <laughs> and i am you know a little jealous but I would argue that's less normal. Yeah. I bet if a survey was done, I'm sure there was a survey done. I didn't do any research on it, but I'd be willing to bet that more couples than not have less sex than you'd think. Oh, 100%. So I think just kind of realizing that and accepting that if that's how your relationship is, it's okay. Mm-hmm. And physical touch doesn't have to mean sex, as you already mentioned. Yeah. Like, we talk about that all the time, too. It's always like... I don't even need you to want to, like, be in the mood to have sex. I just want to hold your hand. Yeah. Like, we talk about that all the time. I just want you to hug me more. I just want you to kiss me more. Yeah. Like, and honestly, all that... Can we just make out? Like, all things that like that. stuff leads... Like, if, if you're so worried about, oh, like, we don't have enough sex, well, then, number one, we talked about last week, or whatever, the last episode, go on dates more, because that's going to be it's going to strengthen your relationship number two work on learning your partner's love language but also focus on the physical touch aspect throughout the entire day because when you are being more like touchy throughout the day whether it's a putting a hand on the back or giving a hug or holding your hand if you start that in the morning i'm probably by the end of the day you're gonna feel I guess more intimate and then it might lead into sex because you've been lovey-dovey all day that you're gonna be more like in the mood I guess we're not sex therapists so we don't know for sure but based (laughs) on our own experience we can say that right um yeah yeah no that's a great point and I think too like this all goes like how we we're just talking about how just because you're not having sex sorry if you can hear them mowing lawn in the background just because you're not having sex doesn't mean your relationship isn't meant to be like if the sex isn't happening for you find like start looking at your other love languages mm-hmm. like if you're like okay the sex isn't happening for us but honestly we don't really care like sometimes that we're in that mood like yeah. we're like honestly we're not having sex but i'm not mad about it like right. i'm still happy look at your other love languages and figure out what you can do to make each other happy that doesn't include physical touch right and that that could be you know like doing little surprises for each other it could be spending quality time with each other like whatever it is you leaving a little note words of affirmation yeah like you've like, seen I know Tisha it's different notes like she i one day well two things but one day I remember I left like a sticky note on the table to remind her to do something and then just included like I love you so much like you look beautiful today or something simple like that and I remember her texting me and she was so happy and excited about it and I was like babe I was just reminding you to like I don't know do the laundry or something (laughs) but it made her entire day that I just left a little note and reminded her I loved her yeah like it's as simple as that but we actually used to have... That's what I was going to say. Yeah, we have things on the refrigerator right now. They're like little bubbles, I yeah, guess they're you like, call them. Like um, conversation bubble yeah. things where you use like a um, dry erase marker and you write in them. And we used to do that 
every single each other. day. I used to leave Tisha a note in in the bubble every morning before I went to work, and then she'd respond to it once she got up and going, and I'd see it when I got home from work. We since have moved, and our refrigerator space is much more limited. We our front end is not magnetic, so yeah. we it's not like front of mind anymore. But we really should get back to that. I know. I feel like it's just like those little like simple things of like leaving little notes for each other. Um, it's just like a reminder and like they were always just like have a good day honey or I love you so much or whatever it's almost wedding day like, yeah like, like it wasn't like, like we a, looking forward to yeah it, it was definitely something. wasn't like a deep thing but it was something small and simple and I feel like it definitely like helps like it's just like a, it's like a word of affirmation like, it at least like boosts a your relationship you know yeah. at the very least and I feel like when you get into the most problems, at least in our experience, it's when you're not catering to any of the love languages. Right. You know, like just because one of the love languages is way at the bottom of your list on the quiz doesn't mean that you don't need it in your life. You know, like yeah. what was at the bottom of mine? I already I think forgot. both of ours were gifts. I'm gifts, sure. yeah. Yeah. Like, well, I really don't need gifts, to be honest, but, like, it's nice every once in a while to have, like, Tisha brings flowers or whatever. Like, that's a gift. Like... Things like that, little surprises. Like, it's nice to have those every once in a while. It's not my biggest love language, but that doesn't mean that I don't need it at all or that right. I won't appreciate it if it happens. Correct. Um, and so, yeah, I think I think love languages can be used in a lot of different ways. It really can. And like we said, they can always be changing, too. Mm-hmm. And that's important to think about as you continue on in relationships or start seeking out new relationships. Yeah. Any last thoughts? I don't think so. I, if I were you, I would take the quiz just because it's kind of fun to like see what your results are. Maybe you'll have one that's extremely dominant and maybe you'll be like me and almost every fucking thing is the same. Yeah. I think, I feel like we should write our answers down and take it again like early next year and to see, see what, like, what happens. Yeah. Yeah. I think that would be fun. Well, we always but have this podcast to look back on and be true. like, what were our numbers? Very true. We can also link the quiz um, in the description of this podcast if you're Yeah, if you want to take the curious. same one we took. I mean, there's tons of them out there. So oh, for sure. So whatever you want, but yeah. we'll link the one that we took. Um, and if you feel like you want to share, send us what you got for yours. Yeah. We should be back next week um, with another episode, which... It's crazy because next week's already Thanksgiving. It'll be the day before Thanksgiving. Yeah. Hmm. I wonder what we're going to talk about. I know. I always think about, like, planning ahead. Ooh. Maybe, like, family holidays, LGBTQ version. All right. Could do that. Does that make sense to you? It does make sense to you. It does. (laughs) Or it does make sense to me. I don't know. There's a lot of different ways you can approach that topic. I guess it wouldn't even be... I guess it would just be a relationship version because you think about... Anyways, this will be a topic for next week. If if we if so we choose. decide, I think that's a good one though. Yeah. All right. Well, we will be back. Thanks for listening. Next episode. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the, the blondes, blondes are out. out.